welcome to another episode of the Token Talk EDU. On today's episode, I'm going to talk more about incorporating your vice in your life in a way that is tangible, and not only tangible, but profitable. Let's be honest, your vice has helped you or helped us in one way or another to fight off the negative or instant negative emotions that come across when we become overwhelmed. I know whenever I get what I perceive as negative feedback, I cope by not getting completely negative on myself by smoking weed. Is that the optimal way I would like to resolve it? No, but I'm getting there. I want to take a look closer at cannabis stock. I know you're probably like, what the... Is she talking about, like, how is she trying to incorporate my vice with cannabis stock, for example, as that is my vice? In the last few years, as I've discussed in a previous episode, cannabis stock has become more lucrative for passive income, but it's still a tricky, tricky realm. How do you invest in such a new form of stock? Well, do your research first. Don't jump into just buying a ca- um, in a companies because you hear that they're good look into the companies monitor how they're going up and down if it's consistent are they being forthright when they talk about their market um their market right now and what they're doing or are they over exaggerating or undercutting themselves buy one or two shares at a time in a low risk cannabis stock at first see how you feel if you feel comfortable with the ups and lows of that and then keep continuing to invest as you become more familiar with the background look at the history of the company like i said for transparency and their profits and revenues for the last year for even more transparency on how good they are and what you can look for and like if they're really truly doing the things that they're saying that they're doing there are also many sectors to the cannabis industry which means that there are many sectors in the cannabis stock as well. There's the growth sector, there's the logistics sector, there's the extraction sector, there's like consultation sector, there's the marketing sector, there's many areas to this. And as we see some companies um, are starting to try to expand into all sectors or as many sectors as possible. Is that gonna be possible? We don't know because it's kind of tricky to go into many sectors because you can try to cut out the middleman, but it's not always the best thing. With that being said, the best sector right now and that is showing the most consistency is the extraction sector. It's the most secure to invest in and as extraction is more consistent, it's also a better place to put your money and see less of a change, especially for the worst. Extraction companies don't actually cultivate cannabis themselves. That's another thing. They're not going to have to deal with the whole legal aspect. You don't have to deal with the federal aspect with them because they're not actually cultivating. Nor do they retail directly to consumers. So they don't sell to you and me who buy from a dispensary. Instead, they function as the middleman for cannabis supply chain, the cannabis supply chain. 
Extractors purchase dry cannabis. The extracted oil-like extract the oil-like substance, which contains THC or CBD, and then they sell it back to the producer. This is how they establish themselves as the best cannabis stock investors can buy. Because also, as we've noticed in the last few years, with the ability and the flexibility of the flower, you see more people going into extracts for ways of consumption, whether it's using uh, dabs, using pens, using whatever, the or waxes, oils, whatever, there it's becoming more popular. With that, they're literally only just extracting the oil and then just selling it right back. They don't do anything else. And that is probably the best position to be in um, outside of just like doing marketing. Medifarm Labs and The Balance Company are two of the most notable companies in this sector. And it's probably the ones that you would want to watch out for. So... You're wondering how this ties into controlling your life despite your vice. Again, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to get there. Well, one of the factors that can drive us to continuing to use cannabis and kind of feeling shame around it or using our vice to cope is the amount of money that we may spend towards that vice. Whether you want to be a yogi and you're buying yoga mats and going to yoga retreats out the ass and you're like oh my god I'm spending too much money we often want to see some type of reward given for getting this vice or an exchange for example buying a gram of cannabis smoking it to deal with negative emotions but in the end feeling shame and guilt for spending the money on the vice because um, I believe that I should handle it myself I shouldn't be vicing out I shouldn't be doing anything of like that and there's nothing wrong with that there's nothing wrong with that. I'm not trying to establish any level of guilt. I'm trying to help you find a way kind of to distract yourself from your guilt until you can go in deeper. And that's kind of what I've had to work on as well. And I'm not perfect. I'm giving you guys this as I go and I'm learning. But I know that it can be a very powerful thing. Distraction is a very powerful thing. It's not avoiding. It's distracting because you still know it's there. It's just giving you an outlet to not feel bad about yourself to finally get to that place where you can be like this is a vice that I want to do or this is a vice that I'm just doing because it's helping me get through the motions and I don't really want to maintain this well going back to the gains and exchange for example buying a gram of cannabis um, like I said to deal with your negative emotions well you do gain something from the vice in exchange. You gain the ability to operate sometimes functionally, um, whether it's cannabis or anything else. You gain clarity to allow you to observe your emotions. You gain the high from the cannabis, the experience of the ma euphoria. That is something that you get from your vice you get euphoria you get that euphoric feeling that overcomes you when you feel that you don't have any control while it's great to recognize the benefits you can still feel shame if you want to you can still feel shame if you want to learn to flip that into something more lucrative i would suggest looking into how you can invest into your vice yes 
connecting your vice to bringing in some type of income in your life. I think we don't ever think about it from that approach of how we can kind of become more because we want to get away from it. We want to deny it. We don't want to be forthright about it. And when we hide things, that's when we tend to do it in a way that may have a more negative impact. So let's say you like to drink whiskey. Why not invest in Jack Daniels or another whiskey company or your favorite whiskey brand? So that way, when you do seek it out as a vice, you don't feel the shame and can add that to the benefit it has for you that you may not necessarily see clearly when you're just drinking it and it calms you down. You may just, especially if you do it too often, it may become like, oh, this is nothing. It's not really even a vice anymore. It's just my regular day habit. Before you indulge in said vice, you can look at the stock where the stock is. If it's higher than your purchasing price, go for a bottle. If it's not, just hang out and maybe you keep monitoring till you see it go higher. Maybe journal about how you're feeling. This doesn't have to be done perfectly. I say do this for about 100 days. Navigate it how you feel. It doesn't have to be done perfectly again. We're not seeking perfection, just more observation and acknowledgement. It's not just stop that you can do this with. It's also building businesses out of your vice. If you are crazy about running, but feel like maybe I'm not doing it in a place where I feel a reward anymore, or I'm doing it like where it just makes me feel numb, you can create a running club. That way you can start engaging with other people. Maybe you guys start talking deeper about what has drawn you to running and why you want to maintain running or maybe not maintain running. And then maybe form connections in other ways that way. You can also make it yoga, for instance, like I said before, a lucrative craft. You can become an instructor or a coach. It's a great way to have some sense of control in your life. It's empowering to to take charge of what makes you who you are and helped you through the rough times. Give yourself a check in before you go to the vice. You don't have to do this perfectly. Just try it for 100 days, to be honest. It can doesn't have to be consecutive. It can be 100, like it can be five days and then two days you took off and then five days again. Do not put the expectation of perfection. I've been recently dealing with this myself of the expectation of having a perfect business, a, a perfect podcast, and why that is, is going to stop me more Because honestly, when I think that I have to do stuff perfectly, I avoid and I start using cannabis without like any consciousness and I start becoming lethargic. I don't try because I know that I'm not going to do it perfectly. So why try if you're not going to do it perfectly? So don't, 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 don't do it perfectly. And if you need help, follow my templates that I have on my IG to help you navigate that. And I'll give you guys more information on that. Again, I want to advise, I am not an addiction specialist, therapist, nor am I a doctor. So I said this to add, please, if you feel or have been diagnosed with addiction, seek a specialist 
and a doctor's advice for treatment. Please, please, please do not take my advice and try to apply it to a hard addiction that you have. Seek maybe reaching out to a doctor and seeing how maybe you can add this as a supplementary or complementary aspect. But please do not think that I'm trying to give you guys that advice. I trust my advice. I know my advice works for me and at the level that it's come at. And I know there's millions of people that are out there that are either at the same level as me or a little bit less or lesser. So this will definitely work for you. And that's who I'm speaking to. Speaking of money, I'm going to go and segue into something that I've been working on and I wanted to discuss. As I told you in my last podcast, I wanted to add, um I wanted to pursue my PhD. I wanted to ask my listeners to do me a favor with that. So I have the desire to be an educator and in 3 years, in the 3 years I've been considering the idea of a doctorate program. I recently got the opportunity to add an experience to my resume that would allow me to get into a, a doctoral program or a PhD program. The program is 1,650 euro and would cover all I need for a 13-day stay in Amsterdam. I'll be working with others looking to go into graduate programs. I would need help with expenses for travel, maintaining my bills while I'm out of work over the summer, and anything from a euro up is helpful towards that tuition. So if you would like to donate, you can go to my GoFundMe, which will be linked below. You can also become a Patreon, or you can go to PayPal at token, T-O-K-I-N-G, traveler, T-R-A-V-E-L-E-R, at gmail.com. I also have a Cash App, which is going to be listed below, and I'll give it to you here. Cash App is money sign or dollar sign. Saskia, S-A-S-K-I-A, Jean, J-E-A-N-N-E, Dure, D-U-R-E. Again, my GoFundMe will be linked below as well. So don't forget, anything and everything helps. I appreciate you guys. This has been a big dream of mine, and I really want to see this happen. And I just kind of want to get there and I know that this will definitely this experience will definitely help me through that so with that being said I'm gonna let you guys go I hope you guys have a great week I'm going to wrap up and don't forget one thing I hope you have a great one and continue to control your life despite your vice bye guys <laughs>